buckle your seatbelt and hold on, where Nashville music scene comes alive, right where you are. You're listening to Notable Nashville Podcast with your host, Groove Dr. J. Don't miss a beat. What's up? This is Matthew Pinkham, and you're tuning in to Notable Nashville. I'm going to play a song called With You Without Them. Around, around, around it. We talked a lot, we talked a lot, but not about it. And I could be wrong, you might not want me, but I doubt it. Cause your eyes, this side, say, take me some, we can't be alone before you go. Cause my friends are your friends, and they said we probably go together. They said if we spin a second, Long we stay there forever Let's move on right I know that I wouldn't be with you without him But I wanna be with you without him Let's take a drive around the west end And I wanna know what we talk about without your best friend one on the wheel, one side and closer to your left hand. Cause your eyes at midnight say, Take me somewhere we can be alone. I know you know, yeah. My friends are your friends, and they said we probably go together. They said if we spin a second, long we stay there forever. Let's move on, right? You say we get about it right now Go somewhere we can find out Cause my friends are your friends And they said we probably go together They said if we spend a second Long we stay there forever Let's move on right now I know that I wouldn't be with you without them But I wanna be with you without them all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is Matthew Pinkham. So thank is that how, is that how you say it? Is yep, it Pinkham? Got it. Cool. Perfect. Um, well, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you coming over. Um, this is kind of different for me too because I don't I haven't been doing a lot of in person things because of COVID. But um, I love that song. What was that? What was that first one called again? With you, without them. Okay, and that's yeah. going to be uh, like in the future. Kind let's of. Let's hope. Release. Let's hope in the next. Uh, definitely in the next year. Sweet. Sweet. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for playing that. And uh, so, I kind of want to get your roots. Like, you, obviously, you live here in Nashville now, but where you where did you come from? Where did you grow up? Uh, so, I grew up in a small town in Kentucky called Elizabethtown. Um, it's about forty five minutes south of Louisville or Louisville, um, if you've heard of that. Yeah. Um, it's about a two hour drive from here. Uh, not too bad, but uh, obviously, this is a town for music. So, I had to come down here to surround myself with the right people. So, how long ago did you did you make the move? Uh, it's been like a year and three months or something cool. like that so not too long so you how do you like it you like it better than where you grew up oh 100 yeah. i'm a i'm a people person so i don't want to be in a small town you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 
I mean, people here are so friendly too, as, as far as like, you know, if you went to New York city, I always say you pass people on the street, they won't smile or say anything. Right. But I mean, Nashville is just like, you know, people. Oh yeah. It's a, uh, what do they call that? That Southern hospitality. Southern hospitality oh yeah, man. for sure. I'm right on that border in Kentucky. So like you get a good mix of it there, but this is a, it's, it's a little similar. It's just bigger. That's why yeah. I like it. That's cool. So I read that you, like when you were eight years old, you got to like your first experience on stage was with Keith Urban. Was yeah. that right? Yeah. Um, he was at our state fair in, in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, he's always been like my biggest inspiration, my like main artist. He was my first person I fell in love with. And uh, he was at the show. So we went and I brought my guitar because back then you could bring anything to a show. They didn't really uh-huh. care. <laughs> um, I brought my guitar in and I had a sign that said, I want to play Kiss a Girl with you, which is, it was like his smash hit at the time. And second row I think and he noticed it about halfway through there's a whole YouTube video it's hilarious um and he about halfway through the song my mom's sitting there telling me she's like yo put the sign out put the sign out and he, do- he doesn't care like he's not gonna pull you up and I was just like I came here for one reason I was like I'm doing this even though I'm eight years old but I was like I was a determined eight-year-old mm-hmm. you know and um halfway song or halfway through the song you'll see in the video he kind of like motions for me to come up and put my strap over my neck and Everyone mosh pits me up to the stage because, I mean, obviously I'm eight years old. I'm not very big. But um, I get up on the stage and I play the rest of the song with them. And that's then awesome. that was that was the first thing. And that's kind of when I was like, yeah, I want to do this for real. So being eight years old, you were already playing guitar. When when did you start playing? I started when I was four. Okay. Um, and I've been playing ever since. But I didn't start singing until I was about nine. Wow. Yeah. So like as four years old, did you start taking lessons? and? Yeah. Um. So... I, my main guitar right now that I play, it's, um, it's considered a parlor size guitar. Uh-huh. Um, that's just what they call it. It's like a three quarters length almost. Um, uh-huh. it's not a full size guitar. Um, I just love it. It's comfortable. Um, but they didn't have those guitars back when, or at least not anywhere out near me. Um, so I had to play a full size guitar at four years old and I, I would go to the local guitar shop and that's actually where I took lessons and I literally had to learn guitar upside down. So like I would play over instead of under oh wow so that's how I learned for like the first couple years and then my hands got big enough my feet finally touched the ground (laughs) and uh then I had to learn it all over again the opposite way so but yeah I took lessons right down the road a little guitar shop it's sad it's not even there anymore but oh wow yeah well that's crazy you must have had like the confidence that you know me being eight years old I don't think I liked being on stage or anything so did you like that experience and you were like oh this (sighs) gave you a rush that you wanted to keep doing it yeah I mean I feel like you kind of had to know that before going into that because, yeah. like you said, you kind of got to like have that in you to get up on stage and like be able to do that. Um, I think every I've been performing since I was nine, so I think actually I was nine when that happened. But either way, since I was eight or nine, I've like been doing shows and stuff. So like uh-huh. I've always been on stage my whole life. But um, my mom would kill me, and she's gonna laugh when she hears this. But I've kind of been like the center of the attention my whole life, whether I wanted to or not. Um, in school, whatever it was, I was always trying to be up at the front of the class or whatever, you know. So I think I just always had a little bit of part of me that was just meant to be entertaining people. And yeah. I think I'm making the most of it, if you know what I mean. So uh, you have like brothers and sisters when you grew up. Uh, are they musical too? No, literally no one in my family is. Um, I have three older sisters. One of them... I guess it's the closest thing to being a musician. Um, she's She was in music management for a little while. She okay. managed a couple artists here, um, helped manage them, and 
now she she's not doing it anymore, but she definitely knows a lot about it. But like I said, that's the closest thing to what I'm doing. Everybody else is. I come from a, a really big sports family. Like we had oh, like okay. pro baseball players and stuff in our family, so everyone expected me to be another athlete. But I was. I, I love playing sports and stuff. It was a passion of mine. But this is where my heart is. So this is me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I feel like you can have a mix of both. You don't have to like pick, oh, I'm going to be play sports or do music. Right, right. I mean, I'm still and... playing in a basketball league every Monday night. Oh, okay. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not going to throw that away cuz that's probably like my second and third passion, so it, uh, it kind of reminds me of like a Disney movie of like, you know, the the jock that secretly plays uh plays music. It's like but... a, a male Hannah Montana. <laughs> well, I was I was reading that too, like that you almost got cast in a in a show or something like yeah. that. What was oh, that I, I used to do work with Disney and I, I've done a little acting camp with them where I met Olivia Rodrigo, if you're familiar with her. Yeah. Uh, I worked with her for a couple of weeks and a couple of other huge Disney people that are just, they're great and so talented. Um so I've always, like, I've had an interest in, like I told you, I love entertaining, and I think acting is another way, is a good way to do that, and yeah. so growing up, I would always go do auditions and stuff for random shows and movies, like um, a Disney show called Austin and Allie, it was a big one, I, I auditioned for that, made it to, like, the top, whatever, it was it was whatever, but I never landed anything, I think if I did, I probably would have kept doing it a little bit, uh-huh. and, I mean, who's to say I couldn't down the road, but yeah, there was a actually a show that was a male Hannah Montana pretty much where it was going to be a show but an actual music career outside of the show. So like Miley Cyrus like she went on tour because of the show, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it like coincided with it. Um and it was that same thing but it was like a guy version and I was down I was the guy that they were ready to pick, but it was for a 17-year-old and I was 14. Mm-hmm. And obviously even right now looking at me, I don't think I look my age at all. Um, so you, they so were I look like, really young, and they're like, "Well, we'll we'll let you grow up a little bit, and maybe we'll pull it pull it back out." But um, they called putting it in the vault. So yeah, it was a, it was a cool experience. So they flew me out to LA and stuff a couple times to do my auditions and meet the producers and all that. So definitely a cool experience, though. So is that something that you, that you want to pursue too? Like uh, continue like going to acting, or do you have like an agent that kind of links you up with that kind of stuff? I mean, like I said, who's to say I couldn't do it down the road, but. Um, like I said earlier, this is like, this is my passion and I I always found acting a lot more challenging than this. This has always been a second nature thing to me. Mm Um, I mean, not, not saying I don't love a challenge, but, uh, this is just, this is my thing I feel like. And I'd love to down the road maybe, but I'd like to get, get a name in music first. Definitely. Awesome. I kind of want to get your writing process. Do you write with other people in town or, um, do you kind of write a lot by yourself or uh, how does that work um I mean growing up like I said the the main reason I moved here was to surround myself with the right people um to help me do what I want to do you know mm-hmm. um so growing up I didn't have that at all no one in my hometown really uh wrote music or did music at all um and the very few that did just were older than me and it just didn't work out ever so um I wrote by myself for the the longest time for probably close to 10 years. Um, so I, I got used to that and I liked it. I, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, you can, it's a, it's a little bit of therapy when you write by yourself. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but when I moved here, I just, I met so many amazing people that were killing this and they do it, make me look like I'm nothing. You know what I mean? When it comes to songwriting. So, mm-hmm. um, it was nice to, nice to meet all those people. So that's, I, I'm not going to lie. I did get to a point where I like, kind of depended on having someone to write there with me mm-hmm. um and you know when who's to say the world's not going to shut down again from covid or whatever so yeah. 
um, I think I, I need to have a good balance of that. Um, being able to write with myself and, you know, go down the street and write with someone. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good balance. So I, I can't really put a finger on your genre because it's kind of pop country. It's kind of pop, but you ha- I, I don't want to place you in a box, but what would you kind of describe your sound as? Like pop country? or I can't put my finger on it either. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a question I've dealt with for a very long time. Uh, and it all kind of goes along with me moving here. I moved here thinking I was going to be like a, a pop country, like Dan and Shay, Thomas Rhett kind of vibe, because um, mm-hmm. that's like the music I grew up listening to. Um, I mean, Keith Urban's not too country. He's like non-traditional country, and yeah. that's what I fell in love with at first, but when I got here, I discovered the pop scene that's in Nashville. Um, like a couple artists we've we've talked about outside of this. Um, and I think that's a little bit more me. Um, you, you had tuned into one of my Instagram lives, and I covered a bunch of country music just because, like, when it comes to covering, that's what people want to hear these days, and especially in Nashville, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I can sing country. Um, I love to. I love, you know, learning country music. I love, like, studying it. It helps with songwriting and stuff, but... I think my genre is going to be similar to Laney. Um, that's yeah. that's what I, I truly love, and I love you know making. And I think that's what's most important. Yeah, I saw a couple of videos on your Instagram of you covering a couple of their songs, right. and it's really good. I love Laney so much. I oh, I think dude, I found out about them in like 2016, and I was like, how did I not know about them sooner? But right. I love, no, I love I'm, them so much. I trust me. I, I got you beat. I learned about them this year. Oh really? Yeah, when I moved here, they they came to Nashville, and I was like, who is everybody talking about Laney? And then I uh, I fell in love with them, dude, and then. I fell in love with that whole genre, all the artists that do that, that like yeah. chill pop. Yeah. I, I really don't know how to describe it, but I love that. But like, like you said, you know, um, I don't want to be placed in a box. I, I'm, I'm at a young age right now. I don't have any deals signed or anything. So I feel like I'm in a good spot where I can, you know, go either way. And right now I'm just going to make whatever music comes to my head. You know what I mean? And yeah. Whatever sells, sells. <laughs> For sure. So I wanted to ask you about um, like your music on Spotify. You only have two singles out is that on purpose you just haven't you probably recorded more than that you just didn't want to oh, yeah. kind of release it um i mean so the first one that i have on there i recorded four years ago um and that was when i was living in kentucky still obviously um so it, it wasn't the easiest to come down here and record and pay for that as a teenager you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i mean obviously my parents would help me out but part of me didn't want to depend on that you know what i mean yeah uh, you want to do it on your own at, at some point um but yeah, I mean, in a year, I I put the, the second one out. It's called I Kind of Hate You. Um, I put that out once I moved here. I recorded it, and, you know, I wrote it and all of that once I got here. So um, it's definitely a process. I have a We have a bunch of stuff recorded and written and stuff, but the thing about songwriting is, like, not everything's going to go out. You, you'll write a couple hundred in a yeah. week or in a month or whatever, and only two of them may see the surface, you know right. what I mean? So it's all, it's all a... It's, it's funny, man. I mean, you got to look at it from a different view sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, what do I want my image to be? Like you said, that you don't know my genre. And that's why I'm not, like, super anxious to put out stuff right away because, like, I don't want to put out something that people are like, oh, okay, so he's country. And then I put out something, they're like, oh, no, so he's, like, R&B. Mm-hmm. And then, so, I don't know. It's just like a, I really got to think this through. And then you kind of have to have a game plan before you start putting out music, like, firing it all out. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally understand. That's cool. But I want the tea on. I kind of hate you. What? Who's who's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I've I've heard that question a million times, and uh, I'm I'm sure there is a, a boiled up feeling that I that I kind of forced down somewhere that forced that. But 
being around songwriters, you'll learn that like not every song has like a true story Specific behind person. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Most ninety percent of my songs have stories, but that one, I think I just like the idea. I honestly came to my buddy Cole and I was like. I was like, yeah, I want to write a song, like a breakup song, but like, I don't want a cliche breakup song like that's like all sad and, you know, I miss you and all that. I was like, yeah. let's try something like, you know, a little more passive aggressive. And there you go. I think one of us in the right threw out, you know, the idea of hating someone. And I was like, can we just say that? Like, can we just say I hate you? And then they're like, I mean, yeah, we could look into it. And then it turned in, I kind of hate you because like, it uh, it's a it's a cool song because it's like a, a 50 50 thing where you're like I kind of hate you but like I kind of don't you right. know what I mean so it's a there's no T on that one unfortunately uh like I said though there there may be a, a feeling that I could relate the song to yeah hundred percent um but yeah I like that concept though because it's like you know if you were just to write a song to be like oh I hate you um kind of like I'm sure there are songs out there like that of but course of course you spend it to a different direction mm-hmm. um so. Come, going back to like your performing with Keith Urban, <clears throat> I also saw that you opened up for like Hunter Hayes and Jake Owens and or Owen, not Owens, uh, and Chase Rice and everything like that. How mm-hmm. did that happen? Was that earlier on in your? Um, so Hunter Hayes is, is a it's a cool one. It's a cool story to tell. It's probably one of my favorites outside of the Keith Urban story. But we had gone to a Keith Urban show when he came back to Kentucky. This is like years down the road. And we had meet and greet tickets and like terrible seats, like up in the nosebleeds. Uh-huh. And but we had meet and greet, so it was worth it. And we walk into the meet and greet, and there's I'm still I'm I'm a fairly small guy, but so like all these people in front of me are like blocking my view of Keith when we're at the meet and greet. And these people move out of the way, and he sees me. Like I said, this is years later. I look very different than I did when I was nine or eight, whatever. And before I even open my mouth, he goes Matthew, and I was like, what? Like you remember me? And that's not the only time he's recognized me, which is the crazy thing. Oh wow! Um, so he's a he's a he's a special guy. Um, but yeah, we're and at the and show. It, and this is Hunter Hayes or Keith Urban? This is Keith. Oh okay. And sorry, it it, it ties into Hunter. But so we're at Keith's show, and he's like, "Where are y'all sitting?" And we're like, "Oh, section, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Oh, that's not great." And he was like, "Let's get them down in Guitar World." That's what he called it. So we went side stage, and that's where we watched the show. Which I mean, if you're a, if you're you know any regular fan that's not going to be a good seat for you because you can't really see the stage, you know. But for me, it was literally a dream world because I'm, I'm around all his guitars, and he's uh-huh. the reason I play guitar. So it was a dream. But anyway, you know that feeling when you're sitting there and you can, like, feel someone staring at you? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I know someone's looking at me. I had that feeling. And I'm like, Mom, like, do you feel that too? Like, is someone, do you feel like someone's watching you? And she, was, she started laughing, and she's like, yeah. And so I, I finally looked to where I'm feeling it from, and it's Hunter. And he's backstage too because, like, they're, like, good buddies. And... I'm like, Mom, don't look now. I was like, but that's Hunter Hayes. And we're, like, huge fans of Hunter, obviously. He's amazing. And this is around, like, the time that Wanted, his song Wanted, and all that was blowing up and stuff. So we're huge fans, and I'm like, this is Hunter Hayes. I was like, but why is he looking at me? And so then this girl comes over, and it's his manager. And she's like, hey, Hunter, uh, he's been watching you the whole show, and he wanted to introduce himself. So, like, would you be open to meeting him and stuff? we're like, um, Yeah. (laughs) So I go over there and talk to him and stuff. And he's like, you played with him when you were nine, right? And I was like, yeah. I was like, how'd you know that? He's like, I recognized you. And I was like, how are people recognizing <laughs> me, man? I had this like long and, Justin Bieber hair. And now how, how old were you at this time? I, I honestly forgot. I, I'd have to look at it. Um, I could look at it real quick. But I think I was 
14, 15, around that age. So I was that, a teenager, but I promise you, I looked like a different human. Because I think around the time that Wanda came out was like 2011, I remember because... Okay, so maybe it was a little after that then. Because I was driving around, uh, like, delivering subs, listening to that record. I love that record really? so much. Oh, yeah. dude, it's amazing. That song will... It'll touch you. Uh, so this is when it was. It was 2016, so I was like 15. Okay. Um, Hold on, 2016 is when Wanda came out? Came no, out? I don't think it was, but oh, okay. I just remember like vividly that's why I liked him, oh, you know, sure. so um, that song is still going hard. I know, Like yeah. It still puts up numbers, so um, that's why I said that, but yeah, and he was like, bro, you gotta come like see a show, like come check out my tour bus, stuff like that. Uh-huh. So we set up a date, to, I think he was in Ohio or something like that, so we went out to Ohio a couple weeks later, saw a show, and... Um, he took me on his tour bus, and they were they were ready to leave and pack up and go to the next town, and me and him got caught up on the back of the tour bus, like, talking about shoes and watches and all this stuff that we bonded over, and he was like, um, how would you feel about, like, opening up for me at another show? And I was like, are you kidding? I was like, I mean, I've never, I've never done something that big. Like, Keith Urban was cool, but, like, I was singing another guy's song, you know what I mean, for, like, 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is a, a full set. So I was like, of course, and... So I end up opening up for him, um, and it's probably to this day my favorite show I've ever done. Um, but yeah, that that's that that one has the best story in my opinion. And the other one, man, Jake Owen, that came that came just from a guy that, you know, he knew a couple people down here, and he was like, "Would you want to do this?" He was like, "They need a opening artist," and I was like, "Of course." Wow. So I did that one. Um, Chase Rice, that was honestly the same guy, same guy. Oh, he okay. just connected us. He was a uh, just a family friend that knew a bunch of people. That's awesome. And he's like, I think you you would do good. It it is about like who you know in the in oh, this, in this town. That's why I'm here. I mean, <laughs> connect with people. But yeah, Hunter, uh, I met him a couple times just like around town. But he's one of the nicest people. Like mm. as far as like the caliber of performer he is, and just the the right. way he treats people is so nice. I've met, like I said, I've met so many musicians, and to this day, he's my favorite favorite human when it comes to music, and uh. You just sit. If you can sit down and pick his brain for a little bit, you'll uh, you'll understand that, and I think anybody would. For sure. So, um, what's what's next, Matthew? Uh, are you gonna be like releasing anything in the in the near future in twenty twenty two or? Uh yeah, like I said, man, I le- I have two solid ones that um, I played one for you. and I'm gonna play one at the end. Um, I have them. Definitely want to have them out by this year. Um, if not one, then both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, that's definitely the goal right now because these both of these songs I feel like are a good thing for genre because they're not like too strong in any direction and they can kind of be just placed as singer songwriter if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I mean putting out music's definitely definitely next and then um, just playing any shows I can around town, man. Just getting my name out there. Awesome. Well, I, I kind of want to hear another tune. You want to play another one for us? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think I'm gonna play another one I wrote with uh, a buddy of mine, Sean Kennedy. Uh, It's called The One, so... All right, sweet. I ain't been looking for the good things They're hard to find Out of the blue, girl You went and stole my mind Right side 
She smiles like a diamond Been a while since somebody stole my heart that was the one by Matthew Pinkham go check him out uh, where can we find you on, on social media and stuff like that um, on Instagram it's Matthew Pinkham Music that's Pinkham spelled like pink ham um, so just Matthew Pinkham Music one word and then TikTok is Matthew Pinkham with two M's at the end um, and then just Matthew Pinkham on Spotify and Apple Music and all that streaming services sweet go check him out well thanks for coming on the show and uh, we'll see you around town for sure man thank you <laughs>